Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dog Sports Decoded podcast. My name is Megan Ritchie, and today I'm talking with dock diving expert Gulnaz Zegadulina about dock diving, what it is, who should try it, and how you can register and enter your first trial. So welcome, G. Thank you. That's a pleasure of mine to be guest on your podcast. Yeah, I'm really excited to, uh, to hear what you have to tell us here today. So um, G is a high-ranking national competitor in dock diving and has graciously agreed to join us today for the interview to share her um, knowledge and experience so that all owners know how to get the best start in dock diving and how to enter their first trial. So thanks again. Um, should we just dive right into the questions? Absolutely. All dive right. right in. <laughs> I'll hit you. All right. Um, so my first question really is just what led you to get started in dock diving? Uh, yeah, so I tried a lot of different sports with my uh, German Shepherd, and then uh, I happened to be invited for Calgary Stampede. That's where we tried dog diving very first time. Uh, it was right in the performing, in the middle of the performing, and I realized my dog has a great talent doing that. And it seems like the best, healthiest, and most fun sport out there. And since um, since 2015, we're doing it, and we absolutely, absolutely love it. Okay, so you haven't been doing it that long either then? Uh, not that long. That was uh, 2015 was like my first time really seeing the pool, yeah. Yeah, okay. Not that five years is nothing, because it's a <laughs> long time, but it's just, you know, compared to people that have been doing agility or something for 20 years, um, yeah. you're you're right in the thick of it. Um, so did you take any training when you started? How did you learn how to teach your dog this? Uh, yeah, I, I was lucky enough to actually perform with people who do it for a long time. Um, I just kind of just did it. I think my, my dog was just so natural at it. And literally within a couple of months, we went to nationals and, and my dog was doing so well. She qualified for nationals and um, most of the people who there at nationals working for it many, many years, they trying to find special dog who can actually perform on that level. And I was just there like saying, yeah, we started it months ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I just really got lucky with the dog I had at that moment. And, uh, and I still obviously have her. It's just, I think I got lucky with like the timing. And um, I just learned from the best because I was there with absolutely like top of the game people who do it for years and who probably doing it for like 15, 20 years and who specifically choose the dog just to be a high level performance at dog diving. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's luck and just a being in the right place in the right time. <laughs> yeah, it's a German Shepherd isn't a dog I would normally consider to be, uh, yeah, you know, right off the bat. But I've seen a lot of Belgian Malinois and yes. other dogs like that. I think that's why I was kind of different from other competitors on my first ever competition because none of them, German Shepherds usually typically cannot perform at that level. They have um, hip dysplasia issues and so on. So that was, I feel like, what was different from others other competitors. But you're right, uh, usually it's a, um, it could be pointers, it could be Belgian Shepherds. Uh, widgets are great, obviously. And uh, any dog mixes what perform as like a fly ball mixes, doing super good at dog diving as well. Yeah. Yeah, That's not German awesome. Shepherds. <laughs> <laughs> Well, just to show you can do it with any dog, right? Yeah, that's true. Yes, you can. Yeah. 
Um, and it sounds like you had success pretty early on. So yeah. <laughs> I think so. Thanks yeah. to my dog. My <laughs> dog had success. I was just there holding her. <laughs> I, I don't really believe that. Don't believe it, but it definitely helps to have a dog that's interested in it. Yes, correct. Yeah. All right. So um, before we get too deep into dog diving, do you maybe want to just tell people a little bit what it is if they're not familiar with the sport? Sure. So dog diving is normally a 45 feet pool and a 30 feet dog. So really, um, dog has to use that 30 feet pool, or sorry, 40 feet dog to run as fast as it can to jump as far as it could. And we use usually our toys to motivate the dog to jump, to, to kind of lure it for a toy and to chase the toy. Uh, so basically, it's a sport where we measure how far dogs jump, the distance jump in a pool. Also, at NADD, we do have other, two other games, which are time. Uh, we look at the time, how fast dog comes back to back or we look at the how how far it can catch the toy what's suspended from the it's called irritated so we look at the kind of different games but the main idea of dog diving definitely a distance uh a jumping distance jumping in a pool yeah. yeah and um sorry i'm gonna feed my dog treats we'll stop barking <laughs> um and so that dock is suspended above the water, it's solid, and then the dogs have to jump off the dock into the water, right? There's Correct, quite a, yes. Quite a big mm -hmm. drop. Okay. And you start them um, on the ramp next to the dock? Is that normally how you would get them started? Absolutely. We always start with the ramp, especially if dog never been in this particular pool, even if dog is really experienced swimmer. We just want to start with the ramp because it's a uh, show the dog where is a safe exit. Uh, different pool setups will have a ramp on different sides. Different kinds of ramps even make can make uh, difficult for a dog to kind of get out. Yeah. So what we want to start, we want to start with showing how they can safely get out of the pool after they completed the jump. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Um, and who would you recommend if somebody's listening to this? They think it sounds interesting. Who should consider it as a sport, and maybe who shouldn't consider it as a sport? Yeah, so it's a great sport for any um, any breed and any mix and any age, really. Uh, it's great for senior dogs, great for young dogs as well. So if your dog ever interested in water, if your dog loves swimming, if your dog will chase toy anywhere, jump off a cliff literally for a ball, I think that <laughs> you should consider dog diving. Yeah. Uh, we'll look, uh, we, we're really looking at the dog who has a lot of toy drive, who wants to go for a toy. Um, also, dogs who just love swimming is great for the sport as well, because if we can motivate them uh, to, to fetch that toy for us, that could be, that could be good start for starting a dog diving. And are there any limitations for puppies when they can start training or is it pretty much any time? Yeah, definitely. It's You can start training as soon as, as possible, really, uh, because it will be a lot of ramp work. Uh, I wouldn't recommend to jump for, for a dog really young because the drop of the dog two feet into the water. So it's still safe landing because it's the water. It's not a hard, um, you know, hard... So 
in NATT, you can start competing with your dog at six months. So I would say as, as soon as you can get your dog familiar with water, get it used to getting on and off the dog. Yeah, it would be really good for sure. Okay. And breed wise, are there any limitations? Like I, I know I often hear maybe some of the bully breeds have a hard time swimming. Mm -hmm. They're just not built for it. Have you experienced that? Or is there a way around that if people have that kind of breed? Um, yeah, so I would, uh, with heavy chested dogs, I would definitely recommend always do life jacket. I would also recommend to do life jacket for any dogs who has never been in the water, never been in a pool, and just to make it safe for a dog and make it pleasant experience for a dog. So I, today personally, saw a bulldog jumping and it had a life jacket and was uh, fetching a toy and everything. So I think with those kind of breeds, like you would do any sport, you just have to limit the amount of time they spend in the water and see if they don't swallow too much water. But I don't think it's any limitation to them unless it's some kind of like really health conditions. Um, and choose wisely where you train your dog, I guess, like I wouldn't take them into really cold ice water just because it can be unpleasant as well. So for any dog. Yeah, absolutely for any <laughs> dog. So just kind of watch uh, uh and the owners will know the dog's the best, but yeah. I think honestly, bulldog doing diving versus agility, obviously diving will be healthier choice. Right, I guess less joint impact and all that as well. Absolutely, yeah. And they can and they can kind of cool down every time they swim, so they don't have to process too much heat and stuff. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so kind of maybe skipping back a little bit, but how would you mm -hmm. recommend people start? Like if they've never gone to dog diving, they've found a local pool that they can train at or take a lesson at, how, how would you recommend they start? Yeah, so... I would recommend maybe um, start with local pool if you know there is there is a trainer who can help you to start. Or if you think you want to start with just maybe if it's a warm weather and you can just start with a pond, a lake, or a canal, I would start there just to see if your dog has that ability to retrieve the, the toy out of the water to get it familiar. Maybe you can do a couple a short swims back and forward so if you know okay your dog is doing that I think that's a good start to actually go to a pool um, just keep in mind pool will be always different from any other water because uh, we have clients who say the dog is always swimming in a pond we it lives on the lake and then yeah. comes to a pool and it has some struggles because it's not about swimming it's about this confidence going into pool and pool looks nothing like a river it has no current and it looks like a glass mirror really so dog has to be really confident just believing you trusting you and going in somewhere but it doesn't see the bottom um, so but definitely it's a good start just uh, take dog on the river see how it goes and and do a lot of confidence building I I noticed personally if you if your dog is um, used to exposure to any new places where dogs are barking and like people around so it probably will get used to going down the ramp pretty easily because it's already been exposed to so many things yeah I guess just the whole different environment like you said the pool setting and if there's spectators or other absolutely yeah and like 
band going. It's, it could be indoor. It could be outdoor. So all these little details can like give extra pressure to a handler and as well as the dog because uh, a lot of the time we limited uh, private classes goes by minutes, right? So then you, you you have that certain pressure like, oh, my dog has to swim or stuff like that. So I would say just don't have expectations. Take your dog and see how it goes because sometimes our dogs really surprise us and not having that uh, pressure and stress over it, I think that's how it really goes so well because then we're so happy, like, yes, my dog loves, loves swimming, amazing. Yeah, yeah that's great. Um, so then if people are thinking they've, they've kind of done those steps, they've taken their dog, they're good swimming at the lake or, or whatever, they've gone to the pool and that's mm -hmm. gone okay, how do they decide they're ready to compete? Like, what are you looking for if you had a new puppy or had a client you were helping train? Yeah, so any dog who starts uh, confidently by its own jumping off the dog, I would say definitely go compete because even uh, even training setup versus competition setup will be different. Again, many, many, many spectators and many, many dogs who will be barking. So sometimes it helps my dog who is on the dog to jump better, but sometimes it intimidates the dog. So it's definitely different from just regular practice. So as long as your dog jumping, take it and see how it goes. Uh, because again, it's good to expose your dog to all these new conditions. And if it if it jumps already, I I believe it will do it in the competition as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, and mindset wise, kind of what would you recommend? Like some, somebody you're teaching, they're going to their first trial. What sort of the mind mindset you would recommend they have going into it? Like expectation wise, are they expecting a jump right off the bat or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So we have trial actually next weekend unfortunately because of the COVID we cannot have too many people just to kind of watch it but usually we do encourage people to come and see how it how it goes um but what your expectation should be it should be no expectations really it should be just you and your dog having the best time ever so you get to have the dog for yourself and your dog for about four minutes. Just go in there and have fun. And just act exactly like you would act on any training. What I personally notice, we, um, our body language change, our, how we actually interact with our dog change. And I think that throws our dog off because it was like everything was fine and now you're different what happened yeah. so try to just do exactly the thing what you would do any other time on the lake or on the dog just relax and and let it happen if it didn't happen not a big deal most of the time uh, again because it's too many new circumstances dog might not perform like like it would any other time right yeah. just just like any sport i guess Arder exactly into it and yeah, we, we change a lot. I think we yeah. do. Dogs just like read our body language and they adjust to our behavior. Yeah. Okay. So if we've gone through that, we're happy. We think we're ready for our trial. Uh, what do we do? How do we sign up? Yeah. How do we so, find a trial? How do we get started? <laughs> yeah. So uh, I live in Calgary. So <laughs> we have uh, YYC Diving Dogs. Facebook page where we post any trials around Alberta usually like near near us 
I would say start following pages what uh, about dog diving just to see what events near near your location, um, and maybe find group of people who do that so you can you can be informed. Personally, I go to NADD website as well because um, that's the organization what I choose to to compete with always. So obviously, I always want to go to NADD trials. And in its few location near me, which is approximately from, from two hours to 15 hours drive. So I choose those location. I start following them on NADD portal. And that actually gives me opportunity as soon as this, uh, this location post trial, it notifies me via email. So then I know, okay, do I want to enter this? And it's pretty... Mm, Actually, map is pretty great on NADD portal and just the list of events already posted until end of the year. So really, you can plan ahead. You can plan ahead and just enter whichever closer to you. And NADD is North American Diving Dogs? Correct, yes. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, well, that's pretty cool. It's, it sounds like there's trials quite often, too. When I had a glance at their website, it sounds yes. like it's pretty frequent. So. That's it's cool. a lot, a lot. <laughs> um, and I kind of asked you today if you'd walk us through how to register with NADD. Are you able to show sure. that? Okay. If sure. I, if I pull that up here. Yes, go ahead. Okay. So registration is like a one, uh, one-time deal. Once you register once, you don't have to pay it every year. It, that's it. Registration is done for a year. Okay, um, so if we're at their site here, I come over to sign up. Yep, correct. All right. Okay, your information here. Okay. First last name, email address. Okay. Phone number, street address. Oops. Yeah, so street address is really important because once you get your uh, division, your your five qualifying jumps in the same division, you get division title. So they, they actually send it to your address as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. There we go. All right. Mm -hmm. So the next is dog info. Again, this, this information will be actually printed on your certificate if you choose, like if you choose whatever you choose, that's what will be printed on your certificate. Okay. So that. So look it up here. And then the height, I assume, is to the withers? It's, yeah, so you can determine if it's a lap or open, uh, open class, yes. Okay. Mm. It's like skill testing questions here. <laughs> yeah. So you, then you can enter ATC or ATC number. Those also will be printed on your certificate. So if that is kind of information you want to see there, that's good to 
to have it. Okay, and then register? Yep. Okay, so that was pretty simple. Yeah, so then now you just need to pay 35, but I think 35 US, so that once you pay, it's a little bit, I think, more than 35 because it will go to um, convert to Canadian. Right. Okay, I'm just going to stop sharing the screen here for one second while I fill that out. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> think it's safe to come back here? Yeah, perfect. So once you're actually signing up, uh, signing in, you you could see all this amazing information, um, mm -hmm. such as average scores of your breed and so on. So, mm -hmm. oh, maybe you need to, um, do you need to actually confirm it? Over email oh maybe uh, okay let me stop sharing the screen sure. for a second again <laughs> no worries double check that through the magic of television we can come back when it's all <laughs> all registered and approved and confirmed it doesn't look like it takes very long if somebody's just setting this up for the first time. No, no, really doesn't. And it's uh, really user friendly. I don't think you can miss anything there. Yeah. So I will share my this. That's what I want to share. Okay. So once you are here, um, once you're on this main main page once you're logged in you can see my my dog so you can go to your dog page for example that's one of the really cool things you could you could see what dogs you have uh their personal best how many flushes they enter and so on uh you can see events it's loading now oh that's handy yeah it's really handy all of the information here is super good so you can see a facilities event list. So let's say we go through facilities and I'm choosing the facility what I'm interested. So here's a list of the facilities what exist. It goes by state. Um, it's actually also so you is it indoor, outdoor or indoor because obviously for some dogs, one will be better than another. Uh, so then you can like, let's say find a, your facility. Oh, so here's Canada is separate. So it's pretty easy. It's not many. And you can see little hearts here because that's my watch list, pers my personal watch list. Okay. So then I can, like I said, if I put it in a watch list, I can see what's going on. So you can see what, what provinces are. We have an ADD pool set up and what kind of setup is it indoor or outdoor? So we are really fortunate to have indoor facility in Alberta uh, because like year-round, first of all, and also warm and clean indoor pool. So then let's say you like this facility, you put it in your watch list. Now you always can see what events going on. It has all information about where it is. And also it's already have information with upcoming events. So let's say I wanna, this next event, which is happening next weekend, I go there and I, register my dogs for this one so i i go to register for this event so usually they put every every description in here 
So first of all, already here without registration, you can see what is the what is actual schedule for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So let's say I want to play games only. It will be Eritri or Hydro Dash that will be a game, and then another Eritri from Sunday. So distance jump means it's just a distance jump, and Eritri means it's Eritri. So it's pretty straightforward. It has times. It has number of splashes and so on. And if this was somebody's first trial or if you were taking a new puppy that had never gone before, how many of those splashes would you enter at a first trial? Like, would you enter all four, let's say, on Friday, or would you only enter one or two? So you have to really um, know your dog the best, right? Like, I would say if it's a young, young dog, probably only a couple splashes, and depending on this dog's temperament and so on, because pit look at this it starts at 9 a.m and last splash at 4 p.m so it means your dog will be there all day long how is it really is it really comfortable with staying in the car all day or in a kennel all day so depends on the dog honestly sometimes i i use personally method like go big or go home so then i register for everything then because by that time dog is so comfortable with uh, jumping and so used to all the environments so really really depends on your dog um i have four dogs so with let's say one shy little dog who barely jumps off the dog i know one splash a day would be enough for him uh versus my belgian shepherd who four splashes would not be enough for her at all so you really should kind of look at your dog and see what what the best for your dog uh so yeah, if you decide to go for everything, it's a lot of it's a fun and long days for you and for your dog as well. I was gonna say for if it's your if you've never shown in any dog sport before, that's oh, a long yeah. day for you too. Let alone your dog if you're you're entering all of them. Absolutely, and it's so many new things. You're probably both gonna get really overwhelmed. So in that case, maybe I would do only one or two splashes just so you get used to environment first. You know what's going on, what the order. How is this process going to happen? So probably if you knew, start with few only. Yeah. So th- then you can register it here. So once you go to registration for specific events, it actually tells you a price. Uh, because of the COVID, we actually only do pre-registration. We right. cannot take cash at the event at this moment. Right. So then you have a dog. So let's say in my dogs, you registered few dogs, right? Uh, in my case, I have two to choose from. So let's say I choose one. It actually gives me her number, uh, a little bit of information about her. And it's pretty easy here. You just you just check whichever you want. So it gives you type and gives you date and time and also shows the capacity. Maybe some of them already like full and maybe you're not okay. going to be able to enter some of those. And it'll show us so, there. Yeah. So then you see. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so let's say you want to only Friday, so here's your Friday, and you want a Saturday, here's your Saturday and Sunday, and and games are separate because the name of the game goes 101, 102, 301, and so on. So it's just they go at the bottom, but they are Friday, Sunday, and Saturday as well. So okay. um, yeah, you can choose one, you can choose them all. Pretty easy. So let's say I want them all. It gives you the amount how much you're gonna pay right away. So let's say you only want few it also gives you a total like right here that's so really this, cool 
<laughs> yeah, it's absolutely phenomenal that page. So, job. Yeah, so here's you can pay for it and you just can send money and yeah, good to go. All right. Uh, yeah, so also you can see that like before, this is my favorite page because you can see breed ranking, division ranking, record scores, title and breeds and so on. So let's say breed ranking is pretty handy. Uh, it will show this information only if you're registered though. So you have to be registered. And here's like a phenomenal crazy scores. Uh, so it goes by what rank they are in a distance for 2020. Okay. Uh, what an ADD number, the dog's name, the, what what um, qualifications they have. So it can be, it's free because one is distance jump, another iterative, and one more is hybridized. So this is super handy for the owner because you already know what you qualified for national. Right, okay. Yeah, so in breed and like all this information, and then you can actually go by breed specific too, just like, what is, um, let's say you only want to say, like, let's say German Shepherds, because why not? <laughs> so only German Shepherds, and you want to see the distance jump in German Shepherds, and you can see who is number one dog. This is the are, average. What are the little qualifier badges for? What is that, DJ? It's distance jump. So okay. he, this dog, this German Shepherd already qualified for distance jump at nationals. That's what it means. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So the next two ribbons would be for, say, air retrieve? Is that? Yes, air retrieve. And the next one will be for hydrodust. Okay, mm -hmm. got it. And little star here means this dog is veteran, which means it's older than eight years. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can see what veteran dogs are in the list and so on. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's uh, tons of information to share for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so, for, thank you for walking us through that. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. It's pretty fun. That website is so friendly and so informative. Um, then we actually do competition. We put out information right away. So, the same day, within probably half an hour, an hour, you can see your score already. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. They're very, very high tech then compared to some of the other sports. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Instantaneous. Um, all right, I'm just having a quick look at my notes here. And I think we talked about everything. So we showed people how they can get their NADD registration, how they can sign up for their first trial. Mm -hmm. uh, talked about the number of splashes to enter. Um, are there any distractions people should um, be prepared for, trained for with their dog if they've never been to a trial? Uh, I guess it's just regular training of um, of do dogs being interested in you and the game and playing with you more than anything. I think that's most important just to make sure you play with your dog everywhere possible because usually what happens, we play with our dogs at home or in the park and then dog is not used to play on the dog. Like So dog is different from any other place because it's elevated and it has this fake grass on it. So make sure you just take your dog out and play with it anywhere. So it's, it's not new for a dog to play on the ramp, to play on the dog with when dogs barking, then people are walking, people are watching, water is here. So um, I would say just get used to playing, engaging with your dog. I think that's what really important component of this game because you are a team 
once you're on a dog, you're a team. And uh, it's not only dog's job to, you know, jump and perform. It's really your job to engage that dog to make it want to go for that toy in the pool. Right. Um, and since you mentioned toys, uh, do you want to talk about maybe what toys are allowed or what toys you've had success with when you start a new dog? Yeah. So uh, any toys really allow it. They just have to float. Um, you cannot bring it. Yeah, you cannot bring the dead animals or partially animal toys. Like fruity toys would be not okay. Yeah. And live toys also not okay. So just like any toy out there what floats would be great. I recommend for newer dogs have something softer, bigger, um, not a ball, not going to be the best choice. If your dog used to a ball, you could start with a ball, but I personally recommend something like a bumper, uh, what, what's soft enough for dog to grab on in the water, because what happens with the ball, it keeps floating away from a dog, makes it frustrated when Right. In fact, you want it one grab and no water intake, just a grab of a bumper. I personally notice, like, choose it the size of your dog. So choose the bumper wisely to the size of your dog's mouth so they can grab it and don't, don't uh, you know, intake the water. Because what I notice sometimes dogs jump from the toy, grab it with the water and just like coughing all the way back, which I don't, I don't want to see stuff like that. I want to make sure dogs really just nicely taking it and 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 also if you are looking at dog diving as like a sport you want to pursue in the future make sure you're choosing the bumper what's easy for you to throw and and visible enough for a dog so color is important i would say go for orange and red because green toys against the blue water not the best choice sometimes dogs just lose it um so choose bright red orange colors but this visible for a dog, for a dog and choose like a bigger object so it's easier to throw first of all and easier to see in the water for a dog and yep. i think in the beginning when it's a young dog make sure it's soft enough so they are it's pleasant for them to grab it to tug on it and so on um later you can you can choose harder material but at the beginning try something soft and kind of like Encourage them to bite, yeah. Uh, encourage them to bite, to tug, and so on, yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm just throwing this at you, which is not fair, but what would be the, like, if you, when you go to a competition, you see somebody new um, trying it for their first time, what's, like, the number one mistake you see people make that maybe holds them back? Like, whether that's training or, or what they're expecting of the dog, is there, like, one big takeaway you could give somebody mm -hmm. that they can avoid? <laughs> What I see a lot is then um, then people just see the sport from the side. We had a few competitions in summertime at Petapalooza where you can just walk by, see it, and be like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's truly indeed awesome, and dogs love it, and people love it, and really supportive community. I found dog diving people are the best and just so friendly. Um, so what expectations I noticed at the beginning is, People just see it and say, oh, my dog can do it too. Absolutely, every dog is capable, but please don't put up your expectations on your dog. It's what you want. Um, obviously, I personally want every dog to enjoy that sport because it's phenomenal and healthy and amazing. But 
but make sure you, you give them time to adjust to new environments, give them time to get used to a pool, to a dog, and, you know, just give them time. And uh, don't put expectations. And even, even like I mentioned earlier, dogs who swim all the time, jump off the dogs in a lake, it's not the same. Unfortunately, I saw many, many dogs who, who do it, day by day but then they come to the dog and it's completely different because they've never been in a, in a pool before that's the difference it's well not i guess the same. you think like oh they'll do it at the lake but at the lake like might be very quiet there might not be a lot of yeah. people around and then all of a yeah. sudden you've got a pool inside a building and you got people cheering and other dogs yeah. very different yeah. environment oh very different and i think most different is for a dog's perspective and they look down and it's blue water which right. looks like a glass yeah. because in the lake, you see the current, you see birds flying, like you maybe see the bottom or see the commotion. But that once you're staying on that dock, you look down and it's just pure blue glass. <laughs> because also how dog's per- perception and vision works is different from our vision. That's why I mentioned bright toys, because they see everything grayish. So some of the colors will be brighter than other, but I believe the water water will look just odd and looks not yeah. the not yeah. the best. So so definitely even if dog jumping off the boat and off the dog in the lake, it doesn't mean it will jump off right away. It it happens. It happens. It's amazing when it happens. You're super excited and happy, but kind of just don't expect it to happen. Yeah. Very Be first pleasantly time. surprised if it happens, but don't expect exactly. It. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. You're like, whoa, I didn't know that. But <laughs> because uh, well, I, I, yeah, so I noticed that, and then people get upset. They like, but it swims, it jumps, and then they get upset. So guess what happened? Dogs now not jumping at all. Yeah. Now it's it knows something not it knows, right. It knows you're mad, and it doesn't know why. Exactly. exactly yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I want to be mindful of your time here because you've been very good to uh, to sit and talk to us. Um, <laughs> is there anything I haven't asked you that you'd like to share? Um, I think the great uh, question is kind of like how to prepare for competition. Let's say you already registered. Make sure you bring plenty of water for your dog, clean water. Just because if they swim all day doesn't mean they don't dehydrate. They actually do dehydrate even more than usual. Um, so make sure you have tons of towels to dry off your dog between splashes. Um, make sure you're stretching them, you're doing warm-up and cool-downs before and after. It's really important to, to be mindful how, how your dog is, is. It is a competitor, so make sure you're helping this muscle to be staying in tune with the body and stretch and not sore because even if you decide to go for all three days of competition which is a great great thing to do for your dog it will love it just make sure by the day three it's not so sore to not jump anymore so uh, do stretches give them give them water give enough proteins um and uh, bring toys bring treats whatever you need to make your dog happy yeah um yeah and give I think give plenty of rest for your dog and plenty of nutrition for sure. Yeah, I guess um, as you're talking there, the one one thing kind of tweaked in my brain mm-hmm. was um, if it is, I'll say your first trial or your newer, maybe your dog's not conditioned like your own dogs are. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're doing three full days, even to do two classes, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's mm-hmm. a lot for a dog that's maybe not in dog diving shape. 
I'll say, even if they're in shape for other sports or run with yeah. you, whatever. Yeah. So what I personally do, um, once you already get a hang of competition, make sure you maybe have a, a physio or massage therapist or chiropractor for your dog before maybe a few days before competition. Take it, check, check it out. Uh, so you know it's no injuries, or if it's injuries, you know how to manage it. And after competition, maybe go there again, just to make sure, like, it is an athlete. So please treat your dog as an athlete, because if we are expecting our dog to perform the best it could, so you have to help it. Uh, you have to make sure it has all needed nutrition. You have to make sure the body is in a great shape possible. Especially if you're going to do, let's say, competition outdoor. My first very competition was um, in, a, in a kind of cold water when it was cold. So make sure you have that tons of blankets and tons of towels for that dog to, to get rid of excess water and keep, keep it warm. Because if it jumps in the cold water and then in, in the next few hours you're expecting it jump again, um, it's probably not going to be as good jump because now muscles are so tight and so cold. Right. So yeah, I, I think warm up is super important too. Yeah, it's something we probably don't think about, especially if it's more of a summer sport. We think, oh, it's yeah. so beautiful weather. Yeah, it's happy just, to go there, but yeah, stab it in a kennel, take it out, and jump. <laughs> yeah, so it should not be that way. Yeah. Uh, don't get sidetracked by watching other dogs or chatting too much. Uh, make sure you're warming up your dog just like 10, 15 minutes before the, the okay. splash. Great. Um, well, thank you again. I, I can't thank you enough for coming on here. Um, if people would like to learn more about you or maybe take a lesson from you, where can they go to, um, to look up that information? Yeah, so that would be great if they decide so. Uh, I'm, I love, uh, I love people coming into the sport. So now we start a series of seminars with me. Uh, next one will be in July, just before the competition at Prairie Dog Sports. So I believe it's July 16, 17. We, we're going to post dates soon. Um, I would say for now, follow YYC Dog Diving page because a lot of interesting, cool uh, competition posted there and one of, and seminars will be posted there as well. Also, please follow Prairie Dog Sports fan page because we post videos of other dogs and we post our success of our clients' dogs as well there. And just follow and enjoy and see how fun it is for everyone involved. Yeah, uh, I second that. Um, <laughs> uh, and just in case anybody is listening to the audio, that's prairiedogsports.ca. Uh, I think so. I cannot, I cannot confirm. Okay. I'll, I'll double check, but I think I looked before the podcast. So I think that's yeah. um, and I'll add that link in the bottom of the, the video in that. So um, yeah, thank you again. Really appreciate. I know I've learned a lot um, listening to you today again, and uh, I hope awesome. our listeners got a lot out of it too. So thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Please come and dive with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, awesome. thanks, thanks everybody. Thank you so much.